You're listening to Meditating the Word, and we're reading the Bible in a year using the Blue Letter Bible one-year chronological plan. We'll read the entire Bible this year in the order the events actually occurred chronologically. The translation I'm using is the World English Bible, but feel free to follow along in your favorite translation. You can download a copy of the reading plan from blueletterbible.com. You'll find a link in the notes. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube. That way, you'll get a notification each time a new episode is released. This is Day 31. Today, we're reading Exodus chapters 4 through 6. The Book of Exodus, Chapter 4 Moses answered, But behold, they will not believe me, nor listen to my voice, for they will say, The Lord has not appeared to you. The Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? He said, A rod. He said, Throw it on the ground. He threw it on the ground, and it became a snake, and Moses ran away from it. The Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand and take it by the tail. He stretched out his hand and took hold of it, and it became a rod in his hand. This is so they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has appeared to you. The Lord said furthermore to him, Now put your hand inside your cloak. He put his hand inside his cloak, and when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous, as white as snow. He said, Put your hand inside your cloak again. He put his hand inside his cloak again, and when he took it out of his cloak, behold, it had turned again as his other flesh. It will happen if they will not believe you or listen to the voice of the first sign, that they will believe the voice of the latter sign. It will happen if they will not believe even these two signs or listen to your voice that you shall take the water of the river and pour it on the dry land. The water which you take out of the river will become blood on the dry land. Moses said to the Lord, O Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before now nor since you have spoken to your servant, for I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. The Lord said to him, Who made man's mouth, or who makes one mute, or deaf? or seeing, or blind. Isn't it I, the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth, and teach you what you shall speak. Moses said, O Lord, please send someone else. The Lord's anger burned against Moses, and he said, What about Aaron, your brother, the Levite? I know that he can speak well. Also, behold, he is coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth. I will be with your mouth and with his mouth and will teach you what you shall do. He will be your spokesman to the people. It will happen that he will be to you a mouth and you will be to him as God. You shall take this rod in your hand with which you shall do the signs. Moses went and returned to Jethro his father-in-law and said to him, 
Please let me go and return to my brothers who are in Egypt and see whether they are still alive. Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. The Lord said to Moses in Midian, Go, return into Egypt, for all the men who sought your life are dead. Moses took his wife and his sons and set them on a donkey, and he returned to the land of Egypt. Moses took God's rod in his hand. The Lord said to Moses, When you go back into Egypt, see that you do before Pharaoh all the wonders which I have put in your hand. But I will harden his heart, and he will not let the people go. You shall tell Pharaoh, The Lord says, Israel is my son, my firstborn. And I have said to you, Let my son go, that he may serve me. And you have refused to let him go. Behold, I will kill your firstborn son. On the way at a lodging place, the Lord met Moses and wanted to kill him. Then Zipporah took a flint and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it at his feet. And she said, Surely you are a bridegroom of blood to me. So he let him alone. Then she said, You are a bridegroom of blood because of the circumcision. The Lord said to Aaron, Go into the wilderness to meet Moses. He went and met him on God's mountain and kissed him. Moses told Aaron all the Lord's words with which he had sent him, and all the signs with which he had instructed him. Moses and Aaron went and gathered together all the elders of the children of Israel. Aaron spoke all the words which the Lord had spoken to Moses, and did the signs in the sight of the people. The people believed, and when they heard that the Lord had visited the children of Israel, and that he had seen their affliction, then they bowed their heads and worshipped. Chapter 5 Afterward, Moses and Aaron came and said to Pharaoh, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord, that I should listen to his voice to let Israel go? I don't know the Lord, and moreover, I will not let Israel go. They said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Please, let us go three days' journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God, lest he fall on us with pestilence or with the sword. The king of Egypt said to them, Why do you, Moses and Aaron, take the people from their work? Get back to your burdens. Pharaoh said, Behold, the people of the land are now many, and you make them rest from their burdens. The same day, Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their officers, saying, You shall no longer give the people straw to make brick as before. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. You shall require from them the same number of bricks which they made before. You shall not diminish anything of it, for they are idle. Therefore they cry, saying, Let's go and sacrifice to our God. Let heavier work be laid on the men, that they may labor in it. Don't let them pay any attention to lying words. The taskmasters of the people went out with their officers, and they spoke to the people, saying, This is what Pharaoh says, I will not give you straw. Go yourselves, get straw where you can find it, for nothing of your work shall be diminished. 
So the people were scattered abroad throughout all the land of Egypt to gather stubble for straw. The taskmasters were urgent, saying, Fulfill your work quota daily, as when there was straw. The officers of the children of Israel, whom Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten and were asked, Why haven't you fulfilled your quota, both yesterday and today, in making brick as before? Then the officers of the children of Israel came and cried to Pharaoh, saying, Why do you deal this way with your servants? No straw is given to your servants, and they tell us make brick. And behold, your servants are beaten, but the fault is in your own people. But Pharaoh said, You are idle, you are idle. Therefore you say, Let's go and sacrifice to the Lord. Go therefore now and work, for no straw shall be given to you, yet you shall deliver the same number of bricks. The officers of the children of Israel saw that they were in trouble when it was said, You shall not diminish anything from your daily quota of bricks. They met Moses and Aaron, who stood along the way as they came out from Pharaoh. They said to them, May the Lord look at you and judge, because you have made us a stench to be abhorred in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of his servants, to put a sword in their hand to kill us. Moses returned to the Lord and said, Lord, why have you brought trouble on this people? Why is it that you have sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has brought trouble on this people. You have not rescued your people at all. Chapter 6 The Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh, for by a strong hand he shall let them go, and by a strong hand he shall drive them out of his land. God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty, but by my name, the Lord, I was not known to them. I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their travels in which they lived as aliens. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the children of Israel, whom the Egyptians keep in bondage, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, tell the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians and I will rid you of their bondage, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. I will take you to myself for a people. I will be your God, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God, who brings you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will bring you into the land which I swore to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, and I will give it to you for a heritage. I am the Lord. Moses spoke to the children of Israel, but they didn't listen to Moses for anguish of spirit and for cruel bondage. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Go in, speak to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, that he let the children of Israel go out of his land. Moses spoke before the Lord, saying, Behold, the children of Israel haven't listened to me. How then shall Pharaoh listen to me? when I have uncircumcised lips. The Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron and gave them a command to the children of Israel 
and to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. These are the heads of their fathers' houses, the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, Hanak and Palu, Hezron and Carmi. These are the families of Reuben. The sons of Simeon, Jemuel and Jamin and Ohad and Jakin and Zohar and Shaul, the son of the Canaanite woman. These are the families of Simeon. These are the names of the sons of Levi, according to their generations, Gershon and Kohath and Merari, and the years of the life of Levi were 137 years. The sons of Gershon, Libni and Shimei, according to their families, the sons of Kohath, Amram and Ishar, and Hebron and Aziel, and the years of the life of Kohath were 133 years. The sons of Merari, Mali and Mushi, these are the families of the Levites according to their generations. Amram took Jochebed his father's sister to himself as wife, and she bore him Aaron and Moses. The years of the life of Amram were 137 years. The sons of Izhar, Korah and Nepheg and Zikri, the sons of Azil, Mishael, Elzaphan, and Sithri. Aaron took Elisheba, the daughter of Aminadab, the sister of Nashan, as his wife, and she bore him Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. The sons of Korah, Asir, Elkanah, and Abiasaph. These are the families of the Korahites. Eleazar, Aaron's son, took one of the daughters of Putiel as his wife, and she bore him Phinehas. These are the heads of the fathers' houses of the Levites, according to their families. These are that Aaron and Moses, to whom the Lord said, Bring out the children of Israel from the land of Egypt, according to their armies. These are those who spoke to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring out the children of Israel from Egypt. These are that Moses and Aaron. On the day when the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, the Lord said to Moses, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I tell you. Moses said before the Lord, Behold, I am of uncircumcised lips, and how shall Pharaoh listen to me? Father God, as we read about the bondage of the children of Israel in Egypt, we're reminded that sometimes things become more difficult and challenging before they change. Help us to keep our hearts pliable and moldable and not to become hardened as Pharaoh's heart was hardened. You are our God and we are your people. Thank you for redeeming us, Father, with your outstretched arm. Amen. Please join us in our Facebook community and share your thoughts about today's reading. You'll find a link in the notes. And again, thank you for joining me as we read the Bible in a year. I can't wait to see you tomorrow as we continue our journey. Until next time, be blessed 
and be a blessing.